You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. That's right. It is Sunday fun day. Maybe not for Mets fans, but it's absolutely beautiful out. This hour brought to you by Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier takes cocktails from ordinary to unforgettable, adding a layer of sophistication to some of the world's most well-loved cocktails. Let's continue with your calls. We've got Rob calling in from his car. Rob, welcome in. How you doing, Anita? Great. Um, so I'm headed to the Mets game today with a bunch of buddies of mine. I, nice. I know they're terrible right now. Beautiful day, though. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just curious if you got any like wagers for me, a little two-leg, three-leg parlay, whatever works. Um, I'll hang up and listen, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, so I, you probably don't want to hear this since you're going to the Mets game, uh, but uh, you know, it just seems like we're hearing comments from Pete Alonso. Uh, Nemo Verlander very well could be the next one traded. We'll see what happens. Um, and guys, can you confirm that, that Verlander has a no trade clause? I'm I'm not certain on that. Um, he does. You're absolutely 100 percent sure he does. Okay. Um, I just think that that clubhouse must be in disarray. I think guys are thinking, "Am I next? Where am I?" You know. Here's another thing. Like w- like we as sports fans, we're so. Um, we're so in our bubble that we're thinking like, oh man, we just lost Max Scherzer. Oh, who's next? You know, is it fam? Is it, is it Verlander? Is it these guys think, keep in mind, this is in the middle of the season. These dudes have wives, girlfriends, kids, mothers, fathers, sisters, uh, dogs, pets, and a life. Think about being traded midway through the season. Now, all that that entails, right? Like, having to find a new place to live in a new city. How are you going to transition? What are you going to do with your pets? What are you going to do with your significant others? Like all that comes to play. So think about you being somebody who's like, am I next? Am I going to be traded? Where am I going to be traded? What if you don't have a trade clause? What if you go to a, you know, a city you don't necessarily want to live in? Um, What if you go to a team that you don't necessarily want to play for? Like all that. So you could get the Nationals right now on the run line. What does that mean? You get the Nationals already up one run. Um, one and a half to be exact. So you can get the Nationals today plus one and a half at plus money at plus 115. So I just... I, I think this 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 Mets team is in disarray right now, especially with the news of Scherzer gone. We just heard them, you know, Pete Alonso saying he's walked in and saw his locker, and you know, one of his dear friends is now gone, and that's got to be on. That's got to be, you know, it's got to play a mental, you know, what on these guys. So I know it might not be what you wanted to hear, but I would take the Nationals on the run line, and you could get it at plus money. That's how I would play it today. Uh, let's go to Rich in North Carolina. Rich, welcome in. Good morning. Hey, I just wanted to call and say uh, shout out to the company and thank you for the uh, video message and the FaceTime call yesterday. It meant a lot. Uh, I know oh. I couldn't be there. I couldn't get up to New York in time. But I just wanted to thank you so much on there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Next time, next year, you've got to come down for it. I will. I will. I'm going to plan. I'm trying to come up in sometime in August or September to meet up with the guys. So I just want to say thanks, and you have a great weekend, and uh, give those dogs a hug for me. 
<laughs> you got it, Rich. Thank you. So Rich is calling in from North Carolina. The company, for folks who listen to uh, Rick DiPietro and, and Dave Rothenberg, uh, had a huge showing yesterday at Don LaGreca's uh, softball game. And they came out. And it was great to meet everybody and, uh, and huge support and, uh, and, 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 and very nice and very kind to me. So I, I so appreciate it. And want to thank everybody who came out to the softball game yesterday. I know we're not sure whether or not the rain was going to stay away. Uh, we were hearing some really, really, uh, dire, uh, weather conditions that were going to affect Don's softball game. Sure enough, it stayed away. We were able to get the game in. It was fun. And just want to thank everybody who came out to support Don LaGreca and his amazing cause out there at Wag Fields and, and the softball game. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, before we switch gears, something very interesting. We had a conversation during the break. Joe, I want you to kind of tee up what you asked uh, both me and Tom. So with the Mets selling at the deadline this year, does this affect their pursuit of Shohei Otani in the offseason? I don't think it does. Because the money aspect of this, Steve Cohen can write a blank check to Shohei and say, I don't care what the Dodgers, the Angels, the Giants, whoever is going to pay you, I can match that tenfold and have you be the face of this franchise. Plus, you can make an enormous amount of money off the field in New York. I just I don't think they can be discounted even if they sell. Tom? At this rate, I believe, and I believe you were agreeing with me, Anita, he's going to stay on the West Coast. So I think the Mets could try their best, and they might be able to offer the most amount of money to Shohei. But ultimately, if you ask me right now where I think he's going to land, I think he's going to look pretty good in Dodger Blue next season. Yeah. Um, so so a few things here to, to unpack in regard to what has happened with the Angels and them taking Otani off the trade the trade market, right? So I, 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 I under, like the general manager and the owner do not want to be that guy who sold Babe Ruth for a hundred thousand dollars, right? Harry Frazy, right? Frazy, Frazy, Frazy. Um, they, they don't want to be that guy. We are talking about arguably the best major league baseball player to ever grace this planet. I know nobody watches. We've had that conversation time and time again here on this program. <laughs> but he's just, he's, he's, other, he's beyond otherworldly. Like, dude's an alien. I, I, I don't, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. So, could you imagine being the owner or the general manager of the Angels and trading away arguably the best player that's ever played Major League Baseball? Hey, here's another one for you. If, if Otani was to, and, and I'm curious, Joe and Tom, if Otani was to retire today, do you think he'd get into Cooperstown? No, but it's very what? close. What? It's very. I, Come on. And I've said this before. I Come think he, on. I think he needs to do. I think he needs to do this at this rate for two to three more years. That no, way he has a dude's already in. Size. Dude's already in. So let's evaluate his case, if that's the case. He's played 669 games in the major league level. He's accumulated. 32.4 war. He's already accumulated almost 8 war this year alone, which is insane. 
162 game average of 40 home runs, 102 RBIs, nearly 20 stolen bases, a slash of 273, 362, 556, OPS plus of 147. Those are all great numbers, and I haven't even touched on the pitching numbers yet, which are light, but they're very good. Over 162 game average, he's got a 15 and 8 record, a 308 ERA, and a 245 strikeouts. But his pitching numbers are bleak at best. However, I would still say he gets into Cooperstown just because he is that next coming of Babe Ruth. And also, that would attract people to Cooperstown. So, I think he would get in. I think I think for sure he comes in. He, he, he gets in. But n- needless to say, so now the Angels not trading him, which I don't quite understand, a few things. Number one, you know, do you feel that the Angels have a shot of winning a World Series? I do not. Do they have a shot of re-signing him in the offseason? Do, ha- do they have the kind of money that they're going to throw at him that other teams like the Mets or the Dodgers or the Giants are, are going to throw at him? I don't think so. Um, you know, this is... And in, in, in looking, looking at the Angels' schedule, get this. Toronto, Atlanta... Houston, Rangers, Rays, Reds, Orioles. They have one of the most difficult schedules remaining in Major League Baseball. I, I don't even think, I don't think the Angels even make it in as a wild card. So, you know, and here we, we're, we're talking about the Mets and we're talking, and, and at least I am, I'm saying like, you know, Steve Cohen, even though, you know, put the best foot forward, tried to do the best thing they could, putting together the highest paid payroll in, in the history of Major League Baseball, it failed. They made mistakes. They didn't spend their money wisely. Yada, yada, yada. Now they are avoiding cutting off their nose despite their face. They're doing the right thing and selling things off to try to get ready for next year. It's totally opposite of what the Angels are doing. They are cutting off their nose despite their face because they don't want to be the owner and they don't want to be that guy. But you don't have a team, you don't have a roster that A is going to make, in my opinion, make it to the postseason. And I do believe that Otani is going to be gone. Now, here's the thing. Everything that we're hearing, speaking to Buster Olney, hearing what Olney has to say, other people who do cover Major League Baseball, who, uh, who know what's important for Otani, he doesn't want to come to the East Coast. He wants to stay on the West Coast. So I believe, I, I agree with Tom, I think he ends up, I think he's, I think he's either a, a Dodger, I think more, more than likely he's a Dodger, maybe a Giant, next season. No matter how much money the Yankees or the Mets or any East Coast team throws his way, he doesn't want to be on the East Coast. He wants to stay on the West Coast. And he's not somebody, it's, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't feel that it's his responsibility to save Major League Baseball. Which I think, uh, not to say that he would save it, but make a valiant effort in doing so if he was to play on the East Coast. It's, 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 not, it's not a priority for him. He wants to be on the West Coast. Uh, he wants to be, uh, you know, not that it's a puddle jumper, but a, a closer flight to go v- visit his family at home. No matter, you know, he's going to make a ton of money. How much money does one person need in a lifetime? I mean, heck, Aaron Rodgers gave back $35 million. Let's go to Tommy. Tommy, welcome in. Hey, Anita. Um, just love your analysis. It's always great, insightful. But uh, as, as to Otani, yeah, he's otherworldly. But I think he's been this great for three, four years or so. I think he's got to do 
at least 12 to 15 years uh, of this before he's in the Hall of Fame. He hasn't quite hit the Sandy Koufax, uh, you know, exemption yet. Interesting. Okay. Listen, uh, Tommy, I expect, I I, I respect your opinion. Um, I disagree. I think I think we have already I think we have already established that Otani is the best human being to ever play Major League Baseball. Um, and if you are not in agreement with that, you've got to be at least on the fence of considering it. And because of that, to me, yes, already in Cooperstown, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Anita Marks with you. More to come. Ninety eight point seven ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. It is a beautiful day out there, is it not? Man, just absolutely gorgeous. We were continuing the conversation in the break about Otani. Am I I off base? Am I wrong here to think that if he was to retire today, that he would make it into Cooperstown? What, what, what am I missing here? I, I kind of got to agree with Joe a little bit on his point. I do think more time would be needed just for more accumulation. You can certainly make the argument again, and I think that argument could speak volumes in the fact that the story and ultimately the legacy of Shohei Otani could ultimately mean more than the numbers he would put up because God forbid he had to retire at this very moment. Yeah, the numbers don't indicate that he would be a Hall of Famer by technicality. But he'd still be better than most, at least probably half the guys in the Hall of Fame. I'm not going to say most guys because I'm not going to go through every single player in my head right now. But based on his skill set alone and what he's done for the game, yeah, you can make that case. But again, I think I would agree with Joe. You just need a little bit more time. But yeah, you can certainly make the argument. So Anita, let me break this down for you. Mm Mm-hmm. He's got 166 career home runs. He's got 597 career strikeouts. He would have, if the season ended today, and I assume unless Judge goes on a just ridiculous two-month stretch, he's most likely going to win another MVP award. Mm -hmm. So, yes, he would be a two-time MVP, but nobody with that little career statistics gets into the Hall of Fame, I don't care how great you are. Is Kurt Gibson a Hall of Famer? Because that would probably be the most apt comparison right now. 
I, I just I don't see how a two to three year peak gets you in. How many guys have we said is the best player in the game for a two to three year stretch and then just falls off a cliff? Yeah, but I, I think I think that all that Otani has to bring to the table in in both at bats and pitching, we we have we we've we've never seen this before since Babe Ruth, and and he is surpassing what Babe Ruth was able to do. I get that, but Ruth still did it for a sustained period of time. Not both, not both at the same time. But he, he still became an all-time great player. And Otani is on pace for that. But this could be a blip on the radar, for all we know. Do you, do you, but do you, really, do you really believe that? No, but if... Based, based, on what, based on what you've seen from this guy. No, I don't. But that's not the point of the conversation right now. The yeah, point no, of the conversation I, I, is if he retired today, and that's, he doesn't get in. Again, I, I think he can do this for the foreseeable future for probably the next five to seven years. And, you know, the last two to three years of that's probably going to be declines in both his plate appearances and his, you know, pitching on the mound. But he does need a five to seven year peak in order to truly be considered for, for the Hall of Fame. Hmm. I just I, like I, I, I disagree. Um, I, I, I just I feel like what we've seen from him so far in his career far surpasses anything um, we've we, we've ever seen in Major League Baseball. Uh, let's go to Carl in Brooklyn. Carl, welcome in. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, it was just a, a point that I wanted to make is, mm-hmm. and, and I please correct me if I'm wrong, is I think for the Hall of Fame, you have to have 10 years and that that's a rule that like I, I, that I think keeps out Catfish Hunter or or some. I, I, please forgive me if I got if I got the wrong person, but uh, the, the who, who passed away, he doesn't have 10 years because he died. And that's what's keeping him out. So, you know, I think if he retired right now, he's not even eligible, but. If you wanted to say, well, if you extrapolate out and he gets to that, you know, arbitrary limit, then I, I think I have to agree. I think he's a, almost a surefire Hall of Famer, but less because he's so great and he's so great. And we haven't seen anybody like him really in the hundred years. But the stat revolution um, has really made guys that nobody cared about and really didn't matter into Hall of Famers. And Otani is one of the few guys that matters. And I think that that's important. It's, it's not just a matter of the Hall of Fame becoming the Hall of really good for a while, but also it's fame. And he's famous and he matters. And MLB doesn't know how to do anything with people who matter. So I just wanted to, to you know, please correct me if I'm wrong and get your thoughts on that. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I, I don't know. I, I, and, and, um, Tom and uh, and Joe, if you can if you can Google that, appreciate it. Uh, do you have to play ten years in Major League Baseball to to be considered for the Hall of Fame? Yes, I am. I am. I have the uh, eligibility requirements on uh, bbwaa.com right now. Uh, Carl is right. Those? Players must have played in each of ten Major League Championship seasons, some part of which has to be within um, 
a period described um, in another rule that's on here. But yeah, so essentially you have to play 10 seasons to become eligible. However, depending on circumstances, I don't know this, uh, but I feel like they could make uh, special circumstances possibly in a particular case. I guess it would be a case-to-case basis, but yeah, 10 seasons is required. Got it. 800-919-3776. Like I said, we come back. Uh, let's switch gears here. Let's talk some NFL. Dalvin Cook in the building. Confirmed text message with Rich Samini getting that physical. Does he sign? Does he put his Jan, John Hancock? Get it out, Anita. Does he put his John Hancock on the paperwork before the Jets allow him to leave? There are other teams that are interested, and his hometown team is something that's near and dear to him. We'll dive into that next right here on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you on this uh, on this Sunday fun day. Uh, Cynthia Freeland's going to be joining us in about 30 minutes. Excited to talk to her. She's uh, she's taking her tour. She's going to a lot of camps. Um, the Raiders, she's heading to the Bills, so it'll be fun to get her on. Her thoughts on Dalvin Cook. Really quick before we talk, we, we dive into the Dalvin Cook uh, conversation. Um, after more than 50 years, of touring and consistently selling out their arenas and stadiums worldwide, the Eagles announced that their upcoming, the long goodbye tour will be the band's final tour. The band will stop at the UBS arena at Belmont park this September 20th. Tickets are on sale now at UBSarena.com. Keep it locked to ESPN New York all day for your chance to score tickets. Your next chance to win uh, comes up the next hour right here on 98.7 ESPN for full contest rules. Make sure you go to ESPNNewYork.com. Also, uh, enter the ESPN New York no-hitter sweepstakes for your chance to win $25,000. Find the no-hitter tile on the ESPN New York app. Pick a team. Submit your entry. Today's qualifier is Lynn Dugay. Dugay, I hope I'm pronouncing that properly. Lynn, if I'm not, my sincere apologies. Uh, In Gansvort, New York, up there near Saratoga Springs, who's chosen uh, New York's National League team to throw a no-hitter today. Presented by MoheganSunCasino.com. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Okay, so with that being said, let's talk about Dalvin Cook. What do we know? Uh, very, very optimistic that uh, he's going to sign with the, the Jets. Um, and, and Jets fans should be, right? He goes on the NFL Network. He says that uh, the odds are pretty high, quote-unquote, that he's going to sign with the Jets. He wants to be a part of a team that is building something, and he wants to be a, be, be a part of a team that loves them some Dalvin Cook. So obviously he did not feel that he was getting enough love uh, with, with the Minnesota Vikings. So what we know, he was in Long Island on Friday, was out on a boat. In fact, if you saw him on the NFL Network, if you saw him on other uh, network media networks, uh, you could see he, he did a lot of his, his interviews out there right on the water. Rich Samini texted me this morning. He confirmed with me that he is getting a physical with the Jets today. They're, they're checking out his shoulder. 
So what does that mean? And, and the green and white scrimmage is taking place right now. It just started seven minutes ago. So that's exciting. As we know, the Jets need a running back. Uh, Brees Hall coming off of the ACL. We've heard positive things about Brees Hall, but, you know, it's, it's not everybody is Adrian Peterson. Okay. Adrian Peterson came off of an ACL reconstruction and was like, like the, what is it? The bionic man, right? Was it, what is it? $100 million was the bionic woman, bionic man, $100 million man. Wait, what was that? You guys are probably too young to remember those shows. Yeah, uh, but no, I'm sorry. I can't help you yeah, out in this case. I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I know. You guys are, are, are were, I, I don't know, maybe not even born at that point. But um, so I, I, I do believe you got Michael Carter back there. You got Z Knight. Um, but to bolster that bolster, that backfield, obviously like signing Dalvin cook would be huge for a team that's coming in again, even though we've heard positive things about Brees Hall, realistically, uh, running backs that are coming off of ACL takes them a good 12 months to really, uh, be a hundred percent. So this would be a huge signing for of course, the the Jets. And as we know, Aaron Rodgers redid his deal, gave back $35 million because he wants to win. And he probably knows this Jets team has a better chance, a better opportunity of winning with Dalvin Cook in that backfield uh, than um, than what they have right now. Okay, great. So Jets fans got to be really optimistic. But here's where I do have a concern. Dalvin Cook was on CBSSports.com. And, um, and so I just want to read a few quotes here. From him and uh, and CBS Sports NFL insider Jonathan Jones spoke to Dalvin Cook. This is what he said, quote unquote, you could pretty much uh, put them at the top. And he's talking about the Jets uh, during his appearance on CBS Sports HQ. It's a great situation for me to play with some great guys, especially Aaron Rodgers, uh, with him being such a high caliber player that he is. So it's pretty high talking about the chances that he's going to sign with the Jets. OK, uh, but then when he was asked about the Dolphins. This is what he said. They're right there in the mix. Um, that's my hometown. Being home is always good, especially for me. That's my city. I love my city. I love giving back to my city, to the community, and to the kids, and everything about it. They're right there at the top of the list, too. So I just... Um, Mike McDaniel, head coach of the Dolphins, said that the potential of signing Cook, uh, I kind of look at it like this. If it works for both sides, it makes sense for everybody. You're adding a player to a team, an organization, a player, all the things that that they need, you both need. Um, he's a free agent. He's visiting the Jets, and that's what I have to say. So um, the Jets now have $16 million in cap space per overthecap.com. That can help the Jets, of course, sign uh, Dalvin Cook. Not sure if there are other teams out there that could offer him as much money. But again, is it about the money or is it about signing with a team that gives you the best opportunity to win? Here, here's what the negative is, right? And the negative is the, the Miami Dolphins are a pretty good team as well. You look at them on paper. Um, they've got solid defense, stacked offenses. Like You could look, you could look at the Miami Dolphins and say, hey, they're going to be in the running as well in the AFC East. I still have the Bills at number one. And again, we've got Cynthia Freeland who's going to be joining us at 11 o'clock. Her next stop is the Bills training camp. I still have the Bills at number one, but nonetheless, 
you can make an argument for the Jets and the Miami Dolphins to really be competing and trying to, 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 to battle it out for that number two spot and potentially make it into the, uh, the, the, the postseason as a wild card. Who knows? Maybe the Bills um, aren't as great as I'm anticipating them to be. And now you've got the Jets and the Dolphins both able to win and make it as a wild card. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. My point being is uh, the Miami Dolphins aren't chopped liver. They're a team that are in it to win it. They've got a great roster as well. So when you look at the Jets and you... Now, the Jets have the advantage in regard to Aaron Rodgers. To me, Tua is one concussion away from not only not playing this season, but maybe never playing again. You know, he has suffered so many concussions. That's a huge concern. So the Jets have the upper hand in regard to the quarterback situation. And and we've heard Dalvin Cook, and Dalvin knows Aaron Rodgers because playing in Minnesota, he's had to play against him twice every year for his career. So he knows what Aaron Rodgers brings to the table. I'm just worried and I'm concerned that Dalvin Cook and his camp are utilizing the Dolphins and or utilizing the Jets as leverage to try to get the best deal possible on top of playing for a team that's got a really good shot, a really good chance, a really good opportunity of making it to the postseason. And also I'm concerned because where Dalvin Cook's heart is, is in Miami, in his hometown. And he didn't just say this with CBS. We've heard this time and time again. This is, and in fact, if you recall, go back. As soon as the Minnesota Vikings uh, released him and cut him, the first photograph that he put up was him in Miami at, I still call it Joe Robbie Stadium, at Hard Rock Stadium. So that, that's just, I, I've, I've, I'm, I'm torn here. Um, and I, I think it's really, I think it's really, really imperative that the Jets don't let him out of the building without signing. Um, because if, if they do, you know, like, like I said, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's an agent's job to have leverage like in anything, right? It's my agent. It's my agent's job when my contract is due for renewal at ESPN to have leverage elsewhere. Well, you know, this company wants Anita, this, you know, they're offering Anita that like it's, 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 it's what happens in a lot of, in a lot of forms in life, right? Even for somebody who's, uh, you know, working for a company, Hey, I got a job offer here. They're paying me this. I'm considering leaving and going to work here. Oh no, we can't afford to lose you. We will up that ante. We will pay you. Like it's what happens in life. So I'm not, I'm not throwing Dalvin Cook or his agents under the bus. This is what you do. But I just, I've got some concerns here that, you know, I just feel like he's, he's talking out of each side of his mouth. And I've got some concerns here that, you know, he's, he's playing each franchise. One, again, the Dolphins, pulling at the heartstrings, him wanting to play for his hometown team and what all that means to him. The Jets having Aaron Rodgers here, I think is a big coup. So what say you Jets fans? How confident are you that Dalvin Cook is going to sign today or tomorrow, not leave the building without becoming a Jet? 800-919-3776. Another question, I had this question asked to me. Uh, I, I don't know, was it, I think it was yesterday, right, Joe, where somebody, uh, I think a, a Jets fan called in and, and asked, do I feel that signing Dalvin Cook gives this Jets franchise 
two more wins on the schedule. Right? Two more wins. That's pretty significant when you're talking about a team sport. How much better do you think this Jets team is with Dalvin Cook in the backfield? 800. How, like, do you feel that it, that it represents a win, let alone two, with Dalvin Cook in this backfield? 800-919-3776. We'll hear from you next. Here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I think they whole roster. I think it's exciting. I think the coaching staff, I think everything about what they got going on just says winning. And it just got it all written all on it. Ain't no adding that piece. No Aaron Rodgers. No, it just speaks for itself. Dalvin Cook talking about Aaron Rodgers speaks for itself. 800-919-3776. Let's go to, uh, is it Navate? Navate in Fort Lee? Hey, here's Navate. How you doing, Anita? Navate, how you doing? I'm great. Oh, Thank right. you so much. All right, I'm in the supermarket right now, and I had to call oh. because, uh, yes, I wanted to answer your question. It's the $6 million man, Lee Majors. There you go. $6 million yeah. man and, and the bionic woman. Yes, the bionic woman, yes. And, and I wanted to tell you, and I wasn't even born myself. I just know the history, you know what I'm saying? And so, it's, you know, it's a great show. I, like, I watch TV Land a little bit. You know, even when now during these days, you know, so, but, um, but yeah, but, um, but definitely I wanted to uh, talk about the Jets and I think Dalvin Cook does give them a win or two because he provides experience, he provides consistency and also his role is not going to be as much, you know, he like for certain situations, certain offensive uh, 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 packages and things like that, he can get in and also he can be a good veteran presence for, for Brees Hall, for Michael Carter and everything like that. So I think it's, ex- I think it's an excellent move and he brings that, he brings professionalism and he brings like a reputation and he can still get around. Like I would say, don't expect no more than a thousand yards from him. You know, but definitely I think what he does and the skill set he brings will definitely provide more wins for them. And just overall, though, it's basically going to be the defense. The defense overall is going to make that team very elite. I mean, especially signing Quentin Williams, that was really huge to do. Uh, so you don't have the distraction. That defensive unit could really be able to flourish and everything. So the Jets, Jets are in very good shape. And I think his veteran leadership and experience and skill set will help them win more games for sure. What are you buying at the grocery store right now? Oh, uh, a lot. I'm buying uh, bags of salad for the wife, uh, cereal, uh, coconut water, uh, some almond milk. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty full before we go to the mother-in-law's uh, this afternoon. So I got to get getting this shopping trip uh, going on and stuff. And she writes very, like, detailed lists, so that's a good thing, you know. So she doesn't forget anything when she writes the list. So. Nothing like a honeydew on a Sunday morning. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Chris in Bridgeport. Chris, welcome in. Hey, Anita, I can't believe I got on. Anita, I love listening to you in the morning. I love the fact that you go over golf and football. Uh, but to, to, to lead it to, to the Jets, I really, really hope the addition of, of Dalvin Cook, I hope we bring him on. I hate the anticipation and wait. And um, the fact that, you know, he's talking about how, you know, Miami is a great organization. I mean, I really hope this guy comes. I mean, him with Brees Hall, I mean, that tandem, I, I, I can't imagine, you know, how that offense can flourish with Hackett at OC. And, you know, the only question is with the Jets all the time, is that offensive line? I mean, can they hold it together? Everything else looks positive. I hope we get him. He's a home run hitter. Dalvin Cook, please come to New York. Please. <laughs> they need you out at the uh, the green and white scrimmage right now, Chris. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, 
showing showing that love showing that love let's go to ryan ryan in in east islip uh welcome in anita how are you first time long time great to have you on ryan thank you you do a great job thank you you're welcome um this is about one thing he's just trying to get offers he's playing a lot of different teams here we know that if, if one team offers one more dollar that's where he's going. That's it. And I would love to have Dalvin Cook. I agree with your last caller. But that's just the nature of the business. That's where we're at. What do you think? Yeah. I, I, yeah, he wants to. I, yes, he wants to make as much money as possible. But I've said this time and time again. At his stage in his career, right, he's and, – and, and definitely money is, is important because – more than likely, this is going to be the last really lucrative deal that he's going to get, or most lucrative, I should say. Um, you got to put a value on winning and playing for a team that you feel has the best chance and the best opportunity of winning a Super Bowl, or at least getting there. And I've got some major concerns, like I said, with Tua. And I think he's one concussion away from not just uh, possibly not playing the remainder of this season, maybe ever playing again. And Mike White is the backup there. And I know there's a lot of Jets fans out there that like Mike White, uh, like what he did when he had to step in. But are you banking that he's going to take the Dolphins to a Super Bowl and win? No. And you're banking on the health. I mean, each and every quarterback needs to stay healthy. But I think a lot of it is going to depend on how much, how much, how much value is Dalvin Cook placing on winning a Super Bowl. And if, if there's more value on winning a Super Bowl than him playing for his home team that he loves dearly, then it has to be the Jets. I just, again, I just, I hope they don't allow him out of that building. I hope they don't allow him out of that building without signing a contract. If they do, I've, I've, I'd, be, I'd be more concerned if I was a Jets fan. By the way, you're listening to Sunday Funday here on 98.7 ESPN, uh, presented by Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier takes cocktails from ordinary to unforgettable, adding a layer of sophistication uh, to some of the world's most well-loved cocktails. We kick off hour number three, and we've got not one but two guests. Cynthia Freeland's going to join us next. Also, I booked Alex Lewis from The Athletic, who covers the Minnesota Vikings. I thought it'd be great. Let's get somebody on who knows Dalvin Cook, knows what he could bring, Uh, his repertoire, what he can bring to this franchise, to this organization, and who he thinks Dalvin Cook is going to sign with. So uh, more to come, more football. We'll continue to take your calls this hour, 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you, 98.7 ESPN.